Soundbites Radio is your source for candid discussion aimed to create a world that's inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, peace, joy, harmony, and abundance now. Content ranges from social justice to racial equity, religion, arts, culture, and more. Soundbites International Radio. Black Consciousness Declaring One World is the aim. 
and they're dedicated, of course, to the conversations pertinent to our diaspora landscape to get us in a better space of healing um, and liberation for our people. Um, so I am Hasir Khan Nefera. This is Nefera to my Tira. Absolutely, hey. absolutely. You already know. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So check in with us. Uh, let us know how you're doing. Let us know how everything's going with you. Um, of course, it's Monday, so I'm sure you're coming off the weekend, whatever that weekend looks like for you. And in, in these COVID times, we're still here. Um, we're still continuing on <laughs> and fighting through. Um, but uh, first off, of course, um, remember that you can uh, follow. Make sure you follow us. We are available on um, Instagram, Soundbites International Radio. Uh, so make sure you do follow us on Instagram, um, where we do share more of these conversations um, in avid real time. Um, articles and posts and thought processes that we feel um, would be great for us to, you know, open up discussions. Um, so we are available there. Also, you can visit our website at thisissoundbites.com. Um, thisissoundbites.com does host a space uh, for you to also follow us on Apple Podcasts, uh, app, you know, on Spotify, where you can look listen to past episodes um, in the podcast realm. Um, we do uh, appreciate any support around giving us five stars and also writing reviews as well on Apple Podcasts. All that is appreciated and does does go towards um, our growth as a brand. We are remember an independent black-owned brand, um, so that is greatly appreciated. So this is soundbites.com. Um, also, you can we have Soundbites merch, so you can uh, go there as well if you like to support and wear some Soundbites merch in the street. Uh, rep your set, <laughs> um, then you can get that there on uh, this is soundbites.com. Um, also, in, in, in the spirit of us being a sustainable space, um, uh, independent space, we do operate on and own everything ourselves, and we do appreciate the support. Um, and if you do provide value, if you do feel that we provide value um, with our platform, we do appreciate any you know, contributions, um, which can be made available at our Cash App, which is Soundbites Radio. Um, so you can. Uh, contribute there whatever you like whatever amount it is fine uh, we do appreciate all reciprocity um to the work uh, you can also go on this is soundbites.com and uh, there's a contribute button there as well uh so this is a little bit of cleaning house housekeeping in, in the early parts of the show um but yeah we wanted to just kind of get into some topics to kind of check in with what's been going on um the past week or so a lot has been happening um and I think we, we found it important to really check in around what's been going on in our media cycles. Um, oh, as, <laughs> Right, exactly. Um, as we look at um, what's made recent headlines, so we do, you know, of course, if anyone doesn't know by now, we're talking about you know the whole um, triangle of you know the Smiths, Will and Jada, in uh, August, Alcina. Um, and the reason we're, we're going to, we want to talk about it and we find it important is not to talk about it in the sense of necessarily entertaining the situation because we feel they're all adults. They're, 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 they've situated and have expressed in multiple ways and times and spaces how their relationship is set up and, you know, how they deal with those certain things and where they've come from with the Red Table Talk. Um, so, you know, in that celebrity landscape, that tends to get, you know, a little frazzled and so to speak or have you and but with any celebrity news you tend to get caught up right um and uh, but that's been caught up a lot of the news cycles um and it's really uh, been occupying the space when uh and granted we we're clear people can think in more than one realm 
um, but we want to be sure, be clear that we're not clogging the space and the airways um, with stuff that actually doesn't have anything to do with us. Um, you know, it's unfortunate when in the public space there, you know, there's, there's laundries out, um, but we, you know, while we, it may have confirmed or denied anything we've ever thought about them, the, the end of the day, their business, their business to work out and heal from and sort through on their own as a family and figure that out without the, 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 the white noise of what Twitter has to say or what Facebook has to say or what your grandmama's mama has to say or what your dog is barking about yeah, right. around the whole situation, right? We want to be clear um, that they get to handle that and they get to figure it out. Um, and it's not our place to necessarily judge um, but we want to be clear that where we can judge, what we can put energy in is, um, as you mentioned this weekend, is looking at the struggle, mm-hmm. uh, right? Um, and the struggle does continue. And, you know, we do, we understand that, you know, a lot of people have a have kind of, especially black folks have a weird thing, um, depending on who you talk to, I suppose, around what struggle looks like and how much we should relate to it. Um, should we ignore it? Should we embrace it? Um, what does it mean to embrace it? And for us to look at the struggle and to embrace it and own it and, and, and put it as part of your life, um, really 24-7 is to make a choice to be clear on the human landscape that you're, that you're living in, right? As, a, as an African and American soil especially, and, but you know, global landscape, but really it's African and American soil um, in a constant fight for, for just something as simple as our human rights um, that's treated as a not so simple situation. Um, and we want to maintain our focus around what that looks like to be in that fight, um, whether it's um, for us, you know, having these conversations here on sound bites, or also for us to be out in the streets and protesting, marching, um, or um, is it writing a petition, um, or is it you know working with elected officials on le- legislation and pushing the leg- to change legislation, things like that. These things need to be moving around in the space as often as possible until justice and liberation is something that we're seeing because we, we haven't, right? And we tend to have a space where, you know, media will always find a way to keep us away from that conversation by any means. There's work to keep us from the conversations around how um, we relate to our, our, our human condition as black people, as Africans in this human landscape. And we got to stay focused. Um, it, it behooves us to stay focused this is what we feel, you know, people who feel however they feel, this is what we feel in being committed to this conversation around what liberation looks like and freedom looks like and justice looks like, to stay committed to talking about these issues and leave everything else as noise and push mm-hmm. that to the wayside. We can't be we can't be distracted with that stuff. We can't let that f- be tr- the, the trending issue. The trending issue um, right now is that Breonna Taylor is still, her killers needs, she still needs to be, well, she still needs justice. Right, all of our killers have, are still at large. Um, one has been fired out of the three of over the past month that he's been just fired, and he, and still his partners have not been fired, and no one's been arrested, and it's been four months and counting since Breonna Taylor has has lived on this earth, right? And that's unacceptable and that's disgusting, right? George Floyd, his people are going through it as far as you know. Um, the, the justice seeking for them. We'll see how it goes for those two dudes. Um, uh, excuse me. No, sorry. I'm, I'm thinking of Ahmaud Arbery. Yep, those guys, the, the ones that killed Ahmaud mm-hmm. Arbery, they're still going through the justice system in some way. We'll see how long that goes, right? We already know that, you know, the justice system has had a way of just jading us and how they've miscarried justice for, for black people um, that are constantly killed and brutalized by police or, or racists um, or, or what have you. So, um, you know, George Floyd, he's, 
his his officers, they all are out on, on, on leave. They're all out on bond. And then, then well, now what's the next conversation? Right? This it, it, George Zimmerman is still out seven years later. He's been he, antagonizing the situation. Right? Harassing our community. Selling the gun that he killed Trayvon with. Mm, signing, um, signing, to, signing, to signing the gun. Signing, to, signing, giving out packets and, and giving autographs. And then as the nerd recently guy. sue his family. To sue Trayvon's family. For being, for defamation in, in, in the, in the news, news sites? What? That's still happening, folks. Sandra Bland still needs justice. Philando Castile still needs justice. Alton Sterling still needs justice. Eric Garner still needs justice. Um, Delron Small still needs justice. Akai Gurley, Ramali Graham, Kamani Gray, all these people. Rakia Boyd, um, you know, Dave Corinne Gaines. Come on now, and her child was shot and she was killed for defending her space. A Tatiana Jefferson, another one killed in her home. Um, what's the, 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 the little girl, the seven-year-old girl that was, that was killed? Um, I forgot her first name, Johnson. Uh, but the seven-year-old girl that was killed in her bed. This has happened quite a lot. I think that case was in Atlanta. Um, you know, at the end of the day, this is a conversation. This is why one of the elders, Larry Ham, he said this weekend. Shouts you out know, to Larry Ham. Shouts out for, to Larry's Ham, People's Organization for Progress. Out here in Newark, New Jersey, been on the ground for decades in this ground and on the ground holding space um, for the elevation and fortification of the African. He says, you guys got to make room for the struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, the language struggle. Okay, I don't I don't know how you feel like hearing flowery right. language. It I'm sounds not weird to people, that. but it's really check about in. make time for um be connected to the fact that their movement is happening and that you have to be a part mm-hmm. of it because there's a critical mass that we talk about here. Critical mass it takes to make things happen. You know, some of us are Africans today. I'm not sure how connected we are with the fact that we have we are now uh, receiving benefits from those who paid the way. It's not okay for us to feel consciously okay with sacrificing our leaders because some of our leaders have paid dearly. Their families have paid dearly so that we could go to work, keep our face and keep popping our backs. You know, Grandma said, you popping your back out there. You out there popping your back, but you're not making no time to be in contribution to the struggle. So that here is a conversation we'll talk about today about remaining focused and what does that mean for the African Absolutely. in terms of what is your concept of what it means to keep your head straight away and learn to, because we've never been taught. We've never actually been taught what it means to stand for our greatest good. Half of us couldn't find it, even with a light switch. Let's be 100% honest, and it's necessary to make an assessment as to what's working and what's not working so that we can devise solutions to get to what will work. So Larry Ham says, make time for the struggle. Make time to be in contribution. We don't know to what capacity that you're able to be a part of the struggle. Because you can can donate to an organization. Because organizations that are on the ground always need money. Let's not Mm. be twisted. Because we don't have corporate sponsors. And that is the juxtaposition of what you're seeing. Now, it's like when bells and whistles go off. And now, all of a sudden, we're like, oh, my God, yay, good for you, good for you, good for you. But when it's just like the little community organization that's here that's pushing for the uh, the, the, the police, the citizens review board that's, you know, on the ground day after day after day, mm-hmm. after day after day, after week after week, going to these meetings and behind these closed doors and keeping the noise and keeping the heat on. We're just like, oh, 
and now all of a sudden you're so self-consumed that you don't know what's happening in the space, but these people are standing in the balance to support you because that's actually what they're doing. Yeah, and there's a lot of people on the ground. Mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. And, 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 I, and that further speaks to the conversation, and, and again, Brother Larry Ham um, spoke to this when we went to the commemoration of 1967, mm-hmm. uh, Newark Rebellion, is what we were referring to yesterday. It was you know, uh, yeah, powerful to have us you know, walking together with, with the, people, the people of Newark in, mm-hmm. in remembrance of, of the Newark Rebellion. Um, and understanding what it means to to protect our people and hold our people and our police force and those that are supposed to be sworn, quote-unquote, to protect us accountable, right, and, and protecting our people 100%. So, um, and, we, we, and we also want to look at the conversation that we have within our own communities for ourselves and how we, how we look and protect each other, um, you know, in the face of, unfortunately, finding enemies within our own communities as well. You know, we want to, we want, too often, right? Um, well, we have, you know, the issues. I don't even want to call it black on black crime per se because of the way it's it's, it's always framed up and, and thrown out. But really, looking at how we, you know, our circumstances in our communities have affected us to to um, be, you know, criminalized and and to, and to and to kill one another in a sense, you know, for the sake of not being black. Let's be clear: it's not necessarily for the sake of being black. It's by virtue of 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 the proximity of of what's taking place in the, in the survival. Uh, mentality that has to be created, the scarcity mentality that has been created in these confined spaces mm-hmm. uh, of, 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 of these, the, the pressure cooker of these communities. It's and, intentional. And, and it's, in, it's intentional. It's, it's all by design, right? And we want to look at that. These aspects is what create um, these realities for us, and that we end up unfortunately continuing the jobs of, of what's taking place by the oppressor. So and so we want to be uh, diligent and vigilant and around not only looking at how the oppressor blatantly from the outside looks, whether it's police brutality or white supremacists or racist after us, but also how that's impacted our communities as well to where we, we may look to our own, to you know to feel like we, we got to take our own out, we don't value our own lives. Um, and, 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 and look at the community organization that exists to support. And let's not, let's not look at our communities as, um, oh, well, it's just, it's just we're animals and this, this, and that. I saw a video the other day, I, I think I spoke about it last time, that we just see ourselves as animals. It's not, it's not, it's not really well, the case. Well, we're seeing ourselves, it is the case, because it is the case, because African, excuse me, I cut your cross. The mm-hmm. African is not being aware on a conscious day-to-day basis of what it means to stay focused. Right. We're not being conscious of the fact that we've been created within a space that was not designated for our greatest exactly, good. Exactly. Someone had a post the other day out where Baba Zaid, I think, was spoke on it. Um, the system is not broken. It functions the way that it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. Like, we think it's broken because it's not centered around our greatest good or possibilities or health and efficacy and or anything. We were told it's supposed to operate. Um, and so you're now at a mental, you know, warring in high places. You got this mental tug of war as to what the reality of what you're actually experiencing. And you're having to defeat yourself by giving yourself some sort of illusion, inoculation to the reality that you're actually living. You're actually living a circumstance that actually is detrimental to yourself, to your well-being. And um, we get to look at the reality of what we're actually seeing instead of, you know, putting ourselves into this learned helplessness mm. space and like putting ourselves willful ignorance. Yeah. Um, and because it's too much work. Mm. So when we used to hear things like, and see, we're in a space where there's such a, a assessment going on as to assessing, because we get a lot of folks, they just constantly put bombarding, bombarding with this low vibrational rhetoric conversation that is of no consequence and it ends up being nowhere. Mm. 
-hmm. The conversation goes nowhere. It feeds the lower self. It feeds busy and foolishness and 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 uh, stagnant energy. It's just not helpful. It stirs confusion and it stirs debate about, you know, Dr. Larry Ham, our brother Larry Ham said, you know, um, let's not deal with the set tripping. You know, we, if we want to realize what worked, what didn't work, what didn't work was the fact that some of our organizations had infighting. Mm. We had tribal wars. We had set tripping yeah. and foolishness like that. That really doesn't mean anything because guess what? This situation is so diabolical. No African knows all the knowing. Right. No African in this experience. And, and I'm here to tell you, I'm clear that I know a lot of knowing. Let's not be twisted. And I'm going to know what's in my hand. I know what I'm working with because I need to know how to utilize what I'm working with. So you need to know what you're working with. So I know I know a lot of knowing, right? But I know that I don't know all the knowing that there is. And right, I'm consistently exactly. getting more knowing consistently because I'm consistently in the space of finding solutions. I would rather we spend more time with the solution conversation than with the breakdown. Right. Right. Um, exactly. I'm not, I'm not in a space today right now with the African where I'm here to convince anyone of the circumstances. Because I know you have eyes to see, and I'm going to treat you like the African genius that I know that you are. So if you want to be willful ignorant, I ain't got time for the foolishness. Holla at me, peace and blessings, and I hope you work your situation out and one day you'll get there. Or not, but that is still your journey to have. Right. I'm looking for the people who are on a level, who are ready to be focused, who are on, on, on task, who may need some direction, and I'm, I'm going to stay in the balance. Because as I explained to you many and one times over here, African, when I was on the journey before Google, BG, um, and I was doing the work on the ground myself, there was no support. There was no authentic voice that I could hear that was saying, one, two, three, four, here's some direction, here, take a little... I talk to people even to this very day, and the only thing they can say to me is, wow, that's crazy. That's something else. That's deep. Wow, that's deep. <laughs> that's messed up. Where are the solutions? Right. Where is the brainstorming session where you unpack what can be done, where you take some responsibility for an outcome? Yeah, with awareness should come action. Once I'm you know, you I, can't people, unknow. People are telling me things. Oh, wow, that's crazy, man. Yeah, you know, you go ahead and do the rest. You, you go ahead and do your thing. I don't need, that's not helpful. It's not helpful to me. And I can't even imagine young people who are out here who have absolutely zero direction. Right, they don't even know the question. It's not helpful to them. So every African being the greatest contribution and mastering self is the greatest contribution to the whole because mm -hmm. now you can stand upright and be a position of light and be a position of direction in whatever little bit of of knowing that you have that you have mastered because there's so much knowing that there is you can't master it all it's not even possible in one lifetime right. and trust me my brain i'd be up i don't know what is it about three or four weeks right now almost 24 hours a day getting about three or four hours of sleep because i'd be trying to think it through i i I be up. Yeah. To the wee hours of the night. Yeah. To the morning. Birds come up and I just go ahead and conduct business for the morning and I'll take me a nap. But it's the energy that is to find solutions. Right? So we're staying focused. We want to know that we want to be clear that there is several conversations in our social strata. There are conversations about what's good for the Africans' greatest good. And then there's a conversation where Africans willfully disable their fight or flight mechanism because they want to appear to be energetically and stature wise agreeable to the nature of the society. Mm -hmm. That is unfortunate. And we get this all too often. And I believe it is an impediment to your quality of life. It means that you have now have to run around here being a tap dancing, popping Bob 
in order for you to believe that you go, oh, I got to do what I got to do because, you know, I got to, you know, you can't be out here, no, not more than the master. You know, you can't be out here haggling with these. Really? This is what's called learned helplessness. Right. This is what it's called. Keep because your head you never, do what you got to you do. Never even, you never even arrive to a place where there may be a possibility where you may have the strength and ability to change a situation. It always takes one. Malcolm was one who stepped off the grid and begun to know his knowing. Mm. And allowed himself to be led by the ancestors. And stepped off the grid in his evolution in present. And people were watching this man as he was evolving. It wasn't something that was done in secret. All these people so private. I'm so private. You ain't got no business. I promise you, African, you got no business. They got scientists that make a metric every quarter that says these Africans are going to do this, sell them this. These Africans are going to do that, sell them that. Mm -hmm. These Africans are going to do that, sell them that. You have no business. If you think you're private, you're not, because all the behavioral scientists and these people that are in their boxes, wherever they are, know exactly what your next move is going to be. One, two, three, four, five. If they do this, give them this. If they do that, do that. Give them that. If they, do that. If they give them that, do that. So, boom, you're in the matrix. Mm -hmm. You have no business. You, you, can only you can only stunt on another African, someone who has less or who is whatever the case may be, you're not actually making any leverage for the social landscape of Africans. You're not improving your position and, and what you infuse the space. So yes, you are infusing the space with animals, degenerates, low life, because that's the vibration in the space that was created for you mm. from, the, from mm. the systems. And Africans understand energy, or do we understand energy? So yes, we are collectively sourcing low vibration, damnation, criticism, uh, lack of, of, of valuing the lives of African people. Yeah, we are sourcing all of that stuff. Th that vibration is the same vibration that makes it okay for Emmett Till to be killed at 14 years old, alleging that he whistled at a white woman down when he was hanging black folks from trees. Uh, they still kind of 2020 hanging black folks from trees, but, um, and then I digress, mm -hmm. right? So we got to understand there's two narratives. And we have to figure out our way of being confidently mechanized. And I'm here to tell you, the moment you open your mouth and say anything, you're going to be offensive to white people. Your, your survival and your greatest good, unfortunately, based on the matrix, because the matrix is functioning the way it's supposed to, your greatest good is diametrically opposed to that function. So by that virtue, white people then want to take that on as a personal attack, and they want to make your business their frustration. I'm here to tell you, Karen, work it out. <laughs> Go get you some therapy, girl, because I got business to take care of. I got my people to look after. First of all, you woke up this morning and you knew the system was broken. You kindly scalavanted and ate good and had lots of tail and put your gala dress on and went around here and carried on and accepted awards and everybody clapped for you. You was doing all of these things while this was happening to my community, my children, when they decided to privatize prisons and stamp African lives don't matter, mm -hmm. we're going to put these African men and disrupt these family foundations. You were glad to get a piece of that IPO when it came out. Yes? Mm -hmm. Yes. So, Karen, go get you some therapy. Excuse me, I got work to do. Like, that's not my business. So that's that man-on-man -man conversation because this systemic racism conversation is not even... Karen hasn't even took off a bite of that conversation yet herself. Not taking a bite of white people. She still haven't even taken a bite of that yet. So, But you know what? I ain't got time. Yeah. I don't have time, though, because you got one life to live. 
And you know what those scientists know? Well, you keep them absorbed, da -da -da, absorbed, da -da -da, and there's so many years pass by before you know it, they wake up, oh, it's too late, because now they got houses, cars, da -da. they're bound to the system. They are a willful slave, even if they don't want to be. Because I'm embarrassed. I got, I'm private. I'm not going to lose my house. I'm not going to go down here and stop. I'm not going to get political on the job. Every community that is thriving out here is political. Mm -hmm. You might not even hear it, they're so political. But you see it. You see Peter Liang walk after his scared chicken ass on a vertical patrol doing a job that he consented to do because New York City gives police officers 22 weeks of training. He took a test, got called. Matter of fact, because he speaks whatever language he speaks, he probably got preference on that test. He got set up ahead of, of, ahead of, of, of other people, right? Some preference. Went to training, came back, did his whatever year he was in of his tenure with the NYPD, and inside of that conversation went to NYCHA, another government organization no, who provided no crappy service to its residents by having it be so dim, dark, and looking like a castle, some sort of abandoned place where they a put dungeon. people. The lights are always horrible in the PJs. The lighting is terrible, and this man's scared in his mind, and he's on a vertical patrol, and he pulls his weapon out and shoots a man in the hallway just going down the stairs. And he didn't pay anything for that. Didn't pay nothing for it. Was put on administrative leave for five minutes, was right back on the job. Because his community advocated for him. 100% wrote letters. Oh, they was politically. They was politically. Was it? They was political. 400 or 400,000 letters? I think it was, was it 41 or 400,000? I can't remember 400, exactly how many. letters were written from the, on Asian, his behalf. from the Asian community on behalf of Peter Liang, who clearly killed. Oh, it was a mistake. Oh. No, he killed it. He killed that man. Like, he killed He him. shot that man because point blank, when he was scared. you pull the gun out, there's an intention to shoot. He was scared. There's an intention to kill. Roman, you pull that gun out, there's an intention to kill. He was scared. You're not trying to wound anybody, especially in the dark. He was scared. That's the bottom line. He was scared because of the reputation that the Matrix has given African people. Animal, degenerate, thief, rapist, druggy, immature, uh, shifty, lazy. All of the things that has been coming through the pipelines of your reputation. So while you tap dance and trying to beat this reputation, it is threaded into the very foundation of the Matrix. We're going to talk about why there's two conversations. But, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, peace and blessings. I want to check in with the people. Thank you for yeah, those joining in. Sister Brooke, here. CC, you thank you for joining in. Please Sister Michelle, um, Sister Reed, thank you for joining us. Brooke says a pissy, stanky castle. Definitely so. A uh, pissy, stanking castle. The okay. garbage in the hallway, but you know, they'll say, well, they did it. They shouldn't make, they should take right. care of their home. every narrative now, that we, we, that that we've, like, we're the ones that are responsible yes. for. Now, and yeah, there's, there's, there's people, some. there's like, people can make a choice, right? But you also want to be mindful of conditioning. And in the day, Lord, the, the, the conditioning of the, of the African in America has got to be the one of the most diabolical, if not the most diabolical oh, systematic man. conditioning of a people. Period. And then it flows, it flows out into other other spaces. But to from to moving from chattel slavery and to be thrown into this distant land that you have no clue who you are, you've now been relegated to like whatever colors to nigger to negro to black. Nothing related to actually what whatever tribe you're part of, you're, you're, you're part of, what country you may have come from mm. in Africa. None of that relation. But everyone else can relate to which country exactly their parents came from mm -hmm. and their parents' parents That's right. and how, where their ass came from directly. 
at 22, 34 years old, they know exactly where they come from. Whereas the African in, in America is still trying to figure it out and has to pay four hundred to a thousand dollars to for somebody just to find that out. Lord. And in some, and, and in a lot of the a lot of those cases, you 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 might have your DNA cloned somewhere else or God knows what else to help. Well, peace. Better uh, science. Give honor to Henrietta Lack. Thank mm. you. Uh, still using our sister's DNA out here mm -hmm. for, for stem cell research, etc., etc. Right. So this is what happens inside a white center consciousness family. So we want to really be connected to what we are focused on in terms of where our energy goes and what we do with it. There are so many different narratives out here and language. We really need to change the way that we experience ourselves mm -hmm. and we connect with the information that's presented to us because white center consciousness processes information this way. The fact of the matter is the matrix in and of itself right now, whiteness is a mechanism. Whiteness is mechanized against African people, against everyone, because the function of white center consciousness or a cultural white experience is to preserve itself. Mm -hmm. It's been doing this thing. It's going to preserve itself. This particular community of people are one of the smallest world populations on the planet, yet they continue to blow smoke and, and make this blowfish appearance of bigger than themselves. Mm -hmm. And they've aligned, and what they said, um, I believe it was um, an Othello, when, uh, you know, he said he's mangled himself inside of this experience. You've gotten so mangled or entangled, entangled. Uh, pun intended, that everybody is like, oh my God, what's happening? But see, the reality of it is there's a lot of different narratives in the space, and we really need to think of it critically instead of having an emotional attachment to it. Mm. We, there's some work that we're going to have to do that so many of us are just not willing to do. That's just the real deal about it. So if you want to sell it out, what I would prefer them to do is move out of the way so that people who want to get it done can get it done. Chloe Anderson said 90000 to start a new community. And you know what? That's about right. Because we got so many people that are insatiably connected to their pain. They're connected to low vibration. They enjoy seeing the suffering of others. They enjoy seeing people not doing that is entertaining to them. They, they, have a, 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 they have now adopted these dysfunctions within the matrix who are, these are things that keep you busy. You know, um, they had on the fifth element, he just threw these balls out there. He said, oh, let me throw these balls out here onto the table. Well, you know, and now it's so busy and everything was so serene and harmonious, but now you create some destruction in the space. You get a little busy and going, oh, now you got these little things with jobs and now a little thing has a job and the thing who created those little things have jobs and then they make some more of those little things and now everybody has jobs because we accepted the matrix as it is, right? Everybody has a job, so that therefore it, the end justifies the means of creating destruction because, you know, war creates jobs and opportunity. Mm, mm. What destructive force and psycho, psycho, psychosis would create something, say, you know something? The air is community property. Mm. We're going to do X, Y, Z, but we need to make sure we preserve the air before we do this thing. Not let's hit a lick and see how big we can get, and now let's try to fix a mess. Right. Because you know something? It's better to pay out on the insurance policies of the people who drop dead from the vaccines than it is to create a vaccine where everyone lives. Mm. See, there are people who, are, who, who calmly sit at board tables and say, you know what, 0 0.6 million people don't matter. I don't care who they can to just pay the insurance policy. <laughs> the insurance policy payouts are what? 75000 per person? Just pay it to them. Because, you know, we stand to make $360 million off of this new vaccine. There are people that sit at tables and make conversations when they, when they, when they cut down at the Berlin conference and they decided to carve up Africa, they gave no consequence to the people on the continent. 
Leopold killed millions of Africans, wept them out, just cut off entire human lines off the planet Earth for selfishness. Because mm -hmm. all it was was for selfishness. Because there are systems, and this matrix continues to disrupt any system that becomes successful or intends to become successful without some of these immoral fabrics that is built into our society. They make them an enemy. Venezuela. Cuba, right. Cuba, or we, whatever, when the Nicaragua, whenever there's someone is, you know, tell them about Nicaragua, about their food sovereignty, access to 99, they're 90, they're pretty uh, much like 90% sovereign, about a little over like 90% food sovereign um, nation is, is mm -hmm. Nicaragua, meaning that their, their food production is, is self-contained, um, give or take a couple of other, a, a couple of, uh, pro, uh products i believe mm -hmm. rice or something like that that um, they may import that they may import but other than that the majority of their food the majority of their food they produce it is their own meaning that regardless of, of money at the end of the day there's always food um so while monetarily they may, it may not be a, a strong place of thriving powerfully as far as community um and and, and work and family and food is there um so those aspects of humanity definitely do exist i spent spent some time in there um, and it was very interesting. Um, I had a very interesting reflection around my experience in Nicaragua. Mm -hmm. More so be, before I left, because a lot of people were, uh, expressed sentiments of concern or mm -hmm. fear for my life going over. Oh, you sure? It's, over. it's, it's war torn. There's civil unrest and everything going on. Because that was a narrative that was going on um, because of the, the coup of, of, of April 2018. Um, and you know, in my time there, I learned a lot. I learned a lot of how the media really operates on an international level. We all know that you know we're exposed to the media here in the U.S. and yeah, yeah, there's fabrications and things like that. But in a national level, it just goes so much deeper. Um, to where Nicaragua was hit for a long time has been painted um, as an, as an enemy, not real, not you know talking about the fact that this these these U.S. Um, these U.S. Uh, posts that may that take place and have their hands in, in, in the government, mm -hmm. and then when you take their their power away from the country, then now that country becomes problematic. Mm -hmm. So as soon as the country fights back to U.S. involvement, then they become problematic. So how can we possibly spin this to make other pe other countries and other places cut off trade and cut off and, 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 and cut off and they literally enforce them you. to do this and they enforce them to do this? The, the the coup itself actually was not what is made out to be. This was the entire civil unrest of the whole entire country. It was not. Um, it, was, it was a pretty, pretty much isolated event. It wasn't small per se, but it wasn't to the extent that the media made it out to this this, this civil unrest and mm -hmm. destruction taking place across the country. It was a beautiful time, beautiful people, um, and, and and lots of, of food sovereignty and and, and, and and food and understanding of agriculture, understanding of the importance of education, understanding the importance of working with family, and just also the beauty of the landscape period mm -hmm. was all. I got to experience that and love as if and I was accepted. The oh people. Oh my goodness! You want to talk about even something as similar as home? I didn't really necessarily see homelessness there. If there was a drunk on the street, he probably had some place to go to either work on a farm or do something. But you know, there was a sense of community there, and people were were, were moving in space with each other, right? And 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 yet and still constantly fighting these narratives that they've had since the '30s and, and since the '80s mm. of the you know the the revolution of the Sandinista revolutions. Um, that were taking place against the U.S. involvement, and that's and that's still a, a fight to this day on the outside. From what from what we from but what we got we got to look at those we, narratives. We got to look at those narratives, and the revolutionary is upheld greatly over there. 
there's statues the of Hugo Chavez mind. and Che Guevara and like all these people that you know were moving in in, in power. Carlos mm-hmm. for a second, like these people that were actually fighting for their people are but upheld. why? But why? Because the brother Larry Ham said this weekend, "Long live the spirit of 1967 rebellion, mm-hmm. uprising. uprising. 1967 uprising, not rebellion." And they came up, we tell you these Africans, they came up, these folks, the structure as it is, came up with a theory called drapedemonia. Dr. Joy DeGruy talks about drapedemonia. Do the research. Because there's a psychosis for you African who is trying to get free from being a slave because as if you should actually be a slave, as if you should actually be okay with being a slave. Like, this is a psychosis. And if you want to get free, there's something obviously is wrong with you. If you rebel against oppression, oh, my God, you should rebel. You shouldn't rebel against oppression. You should be happy with your circumstances. So we, we, look, we get caught up in this language. And we embody the energy and the vibration around the language that's being presented to us. We got to be careful about that. <clears throat> yeah, why would you want to step away from the table that's feeding you? What's, what's, what's we the do problem? To, no, you know what? The piecemeal ain't even worth it. Mm-hmm. How about that? Um, <laughs> the, the, the divine provides. I said we talked about this. You know, and, and so happy. If ever there is ever uh, uh, the, the the zombies ever happen to come, don't eat people, people. Don't eat people Let's because you can, you can grow your food, and in five days you can get some sprouts. I'm here to tell you. Don't eat people. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. these folks, well, there was some guy who was online, some white guy talking about if he ever came down to it, he would eat his neighbor. A oh, man yeah, who's smiling that, yeah. in your face every day, waving at you when he come pick up his sure steak from the mailbox. Your limbs off if he got hungry. If him and his family got to eat, he's going to kill his neighbor. Mm-hmm. What kind of foolishness is that? Look, it never occurs to you to try to find a solution where everybody wins. Right. Your immediate response is, let me take from somebody to support my skin, flesh, and desires. You don't get no lower in vibration than that. Exactly. Scarce, be clear that scarcity is the narrative. Abundance is actually the reality. They just don't, but it's just under lock and key. So until we up, uproot these systems that, con, that control, whether it's our, our, our produce, um, our education systems, our, our employment, mm. things of that nature, unless that's up, uprooted, then we won't have access to that. But but be clear that they've they've indoctrinated enough of our minds to keep us complacent around the, any idea of what it means to even contest what's what, what's being given to it's, us. It's a lie. At the end of the it's day, it's all a lie. It's all a lie. Everything we want is there. It's all fabricated. Even like the, you know the whole apocalyptic thing, post-apocalyptic stuff you see in movies and Book of Eli and all that type of stuff, eating people. That does not have to be a, a reality. It does not. It, it does not have to be a reality. And we do. We have to break our consciousness away from that consciousness. Because that's not the way. Mm. You really got to take your, you have to literally go in and remove yourself. It's like the baby being taken off the tether. You have to release the tether. Mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. Now, there is a fight and a war that's happening that has happened in the social construct of behavioral programming. And what happened in that space was, We've allured you with all of these spaces and boxes and, and group dynamics. They manipulated your emotions. There's no hocus pocus. It's no magic. Mm-hmm. It's literally based on mathematics, period. And we are now falling victim to the remnants of these things. So you're caught up in this conversation of you don't want to stand for yourself. But what will you do when it comes time for your neighbor who's coming to kill your family? Now you got to get into a tussle with the system. You fail to realize whiteness has been mechanized. It's like a tool. Whiteness is a thing. And there are many groups that have access to whiteness. 
So it behooves, it is advantageous for the matrix to intend continually uh, lift and uplift and exalt whiteness because that whiteness is also that manipulation that is manipulating white people. It gives them a sense of arrogance. The inside of there is their ignorance and their pride and their reality where they don't have to engage in some of these spaces and places. Some of the things that in some of these employers, I'm talking to a young lady and they, these folks say, it's, it's ridiculous. Mm. It's absolutely asinine. I can't even imagine. And, and guess what? Some of these conversations don't even have to happen. It's just filler conversation. You could actually yeah. forego saying some of the things you say. Oh, it's hard for a white man to get a job now. Now that we're talking about quote-unquote affirmative action, Really? Shut Affirmative up. action got Jews jobs. Affirmative action's got Irish jobs. Affirmative action get Latinos jobs. Affirmative action is not only for black people. Right now, in order for everybody else to get a job with an African, all they gotta do is say bilingual required. Mandarin bilingual required. Spanish speaking bilingual required. And an African isn't generally immediately cut out the space. Right. That's so so exactly what advantage are you saying? that just being black all of a sudden gets you some access as if you shouldn't give some access because you need to repair the mess you've made. Absolutely. You're not going to disconnect yourself because you wasn't here when George Washington, our founding fathers, had slaves. I could care less. You benefit from a system that could that did this to these people. You've never made any repair for that experience. So whiteness is mechanized. So they clean whiteness, they whitewash history, they literally write themselves into all kinds of narratives where they mm-hmm. never existed. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who have all the money to go get all the information and do all the genetic testing and all the carbon dating and all this to create all these narratives that elevates whiteness. Jesus, Beethoven, Hannibal. All of these, they, <laughs> Leopold. Why is Leopold the guy? Mm-hmm. How is he the guy when he literally savagely killed millions of African people. Mm-hmm. Millions. Just wiped off entire lines of humanity. Who knows what those individuals could have contributed to two, three, four, five, six, eight hundred years later. Who knows what those people could have contributed to the landscape of humanity. That's not the first time that that's happened. Mm-mm. But why are we celebrating this guy? Because the Matrix has a consciousness and African, you have a consciousness. All white is not created equal. Whiteness is a cult, is a culture. It is a community of people who have access to that space, and those people contribute to those outcomes. Mm-hmm. So when you meet John and Jane Q. Public, and they saying things like political and uh, radical, what the hell is radical? So yeah. you mean to tell me in your mind you believe that I should just be like okay with like it's being mediocre with your experience? I should be okay with. You taking all my first fruit. Yo, know, I told you guys about the story about me going on these job interviews. We're talking to a lady today. Going on these job interviews, and I'm pretty much doing consultations for these folks, and they're literally plugging you for ideas and information, mm-hmm. and then somehow, oh, we decide to go with another uh, person. Sucking out your best work. Sucking out all your education that you still got to pay for, right? Or, or maybe not, but whatever. It's your time, because black lives matter when they matter, mm-hmm. right? And, 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 you know, the society that we've agreed to all participate where you got to exchange money so you can eat, live, breathe, and, you know, whatever the case else, right? Mm. So I can just go ahead and take from you, and I don't have to make any re- re- exchange for that. Right. Hence, interns. 
And, you know, <laughs> unpaid no interns, unpaid right. interns because now they have paid interns, guys. They had to do that because yeah. that whole that was about five, five just recently. This is occurring now where you have to now pay interns because these folks were literally just using these folks to just do all kind of grudge work. Yeah. They really weren't giving them a professional experience. Yeah. So, so since you want to treat them like the clerk, you're going to have to pay them. Yeah, because interns in the day still got to live. Some of these interns aren't like kids' kids. You no, know, these interns adults, are coming out of college. Adult adults, learners. You got adult learners. They, whether they're roommates or they're working in yeah. their own place or whatever, they still have to live and they still have to eat and have basic essentials of living. So, yeah, you got to pay. The whole the whole fight for 15 that was taking place that's was right. to raise the minimum wage. Like, that's the thing. So how could you not have people out here um, living? Not even well, living their best a, it's life. It's consciousness living. now to take without giving. Yeah. Very much like America took from the Africans that they stole. Mm-hmm. That they lied and deceptively maneuvered mm-hmm. away from those African chiefs and kings and how, whatever the narrative is, because you know they sold Africans into, into slavery. Okay, okay. Yeah. What did you trade? Some bells, some some, right. some jerky. You gave them a can of stuff. So, I don't know. What did they give them? Some seasonings or something, or some lace or something. Some 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 garbage. Something that was of no consequence. But see, this is how we get the smoke and mirrors and we start to get this allure for things that absolutely mean nothing. Yeah. And that's a wonderful thing what COVID taught us today. You've just discovered that you don't need none of that stuff. You mm-hmm. can do your own haircut. Mm-hmm. You can polish your own fingernails. As a matter of fact, stop giving your money to these people who don't come to your community and spend none of their money with you. Right. None of it. You should become very unrelentingly African-centered and focused on everything you do from everything you eat to everything, you, wherever you spend your dollar that's so hard for you to get out here in the matrix. Mm-hmm. That you have to actually sell yourself out to some degree and portion yourself out just a little bit just to manage in the matrix around white-centered consciousness inside of the framework of white cultural experience. African. So you should not be so, you know, just, just flagrantly disregarding and just running around here making a noise about, oh, and I got this new thing and this new thing and this new thing and all of these new things that don't support contributing to the struggle. Mm-hmm. You think Malcolm X was running around here living the high life? He was not living the high life. You think Africans, some of the Africans that rebelled, as Dr. Larry Ham talked about that too, that we didn't always just rock out. We've always fought. Don't let them people fool you. Mm-hmm. There's always been an uprising. Yeah. There's always been backlash. And whenever there's backlash, you better look at the social landscape and what happens next. What does the Matrix do in response to African uprisings? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, drugs come into the community. Tropical fantasy showed up in the 70s and 80s and late, early 90s. Tropical fantasies, <sighs> drugs, uh, more entertainment, more strip clubs, more check cash in places, more, more liquor stores show up in your community after uprisings because they then want to medicate you yeah peas and placate you they want to medicate you and bring you down and take your focus away from what you should be looking to and you know what you want to do you're going to slide very beguilingly with the whisper into your ear into your mind about comforting your situation yeah because nobody wants to be in a tight spot into escapism, into whatever escapism. other mechanisms, and like you know that, and this is a specifically a narrative to the whole. Um, uh, I am not my ancestors' crew. Mm. You're, you're damn right. You're not your ancestors. You're probably your pappy, or your or, or your elder, but your ancestors put in work constantly mm-hmm. to get us to where we are, are even now. For you to be so 
um, flagrantly disregarding, flagrantly disregarding of your of, of the, the impact of it's your not history. okay. It's not. I'm calling you out. You, you you have to go get to work. Get your ass to work. I'm not here for it. You have to go get to work, and you're not gonna be okay. Cause it, let me tell you, they ain't okay around me. They ain't okay because I'm not accepting that. Cause you know better, and I'm standing from an African-centered prism. Mm-hmm. I'm not standing. I can identify a white cultural experience in the Matrix. White cultural experience is the same cultural experience that in the '60s, when they did the black doll, white doll experiment, five-year-olds already decided that the white doll was the good doll. These babies are five years old. That psychology, that white-centered cultural experience has impacted these babies to the point where at five years old, in a little bit of, the, not the technology that we have now, not with all the the, uh, CI, the CG and all the technology that we have now, where we have basically, you know, you can hyperimpose people's faces onto you. You got all change the Snapchat filters. You can change voices. You can change your appearance and all of these different things that we have access to now. In the 60s, you had none of those things. Matter of fact, in the 60s, just recently, there was color TV. Mm-hmm. Black babies running around here with the towel and running around here with the white doll is the, the good doll. The white doll is a happy doll. So they were learning to mechanize whiteness on as a response to African behavioral responses. So when something shows up, and I keep saying to you African, we haven't learned to strategize with our behaviors collectively as a community and move like water. We need to focus on moving like water. I used to focus on a blade of grass, but I started with water. Water is agile. It can create damage, but it can move things along too. It can fill up spaces and, and be adaptable to wherever they wherever it, it is, is and still be just as it's powerful, adaptable. just as fortifying, and just as important in any space that it's in. And this is us. This is our what's best and what's next. And you got to learn to hold your space and have a conversation because I'm here to tell you, whatever you say, it doesn't matter. White cultural experience has insulated white-centered consciousness to the point where it doesn't matter what you say, how you say it, they pissed off. So just whatever. Yeah. At the end of the day, you need to go, you need, you need to be able to sleep well, you need to be able to know you have your dignity and your self-respect, that you stood for something. Mm. Because the fact that we have so many broken Africans and so many successful places is a direct result of the fact that they sold their soul and betrayed themselves. Not to mention all the other people that they turned their backs on. Mm. And they got to constantly coddle themselves with more compliment and foolishness to continue to make themselves feel comfortable about their deceit. Right. See, you gotta be justified. But if you had your self-respect and your sex, your soul dignity, and you were in integrity with your ancestors and your divine force, you wouldn't have to need any of those things. You wouldn't need. You'd be self-validated, and you'd have a charge given to you by the divine inside of your birthright because you were born whole. You didn't have to earn nothing. White-centered consciousness and this cultural experience made you think you needed to earn a right to be somebody. That's not how this works, African. So it is up for us to learn to think in a strategy. And everything and every move you make from the way you brush your teeth in the morning, because I'm not spending $5 for a tube of toothpaste when baking soda does the same thing for 99 cents. And leaves you feeling refreshed. And 99 and <laughs> baking soda is better for you than the toothpaste with fluoride in it. It does a lot, actually. It cleans your system and all that. So It has so many added benefits, soda. and you can wash your laundry with it. You can do your laundry with it, family. There's so many ways of consciousness that you get to be in participation in the struggle. Mm. Suave and Johnson's and Johnson's got you black folks out here thinking that y'all are naturally dirty and nasty. When a thousand, two thousand years ago, you were teaching these folks how to take showers. Hello? Really? 
And you the dress. teach these folks how to take showers and scrub their nails and fast and bathe and wash their hair, shave their heads and get all that mat and all that stuff out of this. This is what you were doing. Cock but they got you thinking to this day that you're dirty and nasty to the point where they created an entire industry of products with chemicals in them that they've patented because you can't patent things that grow in nature. So now you got to create a synthetic so you can patent that right. and get some coin from it. See what I'm saying? African is all deception. Right. This is all deception. Okay? Because you can go right there to peppermint. You can take that oil. You can put that oil in there. And you can put that in some shea butter that come right out of a nut and put that right on your skin and you done good. Mm. You don't need to go to a machine with all the, 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 the pollution that it's going to produce. and all, oh, but, but if we don't have that, then we won't have jobs. Well, guess what? How about if everyone added value and bartered for value for value, you would need an exchange of commerce. Right. Think critically Is that about, possible? Think critically about how you actually can contribute to the landscape instead of always figuring out how you can get something. How I can if, take if you something. Actually, if you actually sit and critically think about what value you bring to the landscape, what need you fulfill, what how you can be of service to the world around mm. you, you actually get far more return than what you're trying to go get, 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 get from other people well, and on other people's backs. That's not how it works. When you, you when you when you're willing to be a, a servant to the landscape, uh, and that in itself is leadership. And then you and your giving gives you all the getting that you need, that you need to get. Briggs said, "Great now, you're making me want to uh, make my own toothpaste. I have bacon soda. I'm growing some chocolate mint leaves. Hey, I'm just saying. Grow them. First of all, you're not spending five dollars for toothpaste every two to three months." You're saving an additional $25, $30 in your budget. That's one. Now you go and get a crystal instead of using antiperspirant deodorant with all the chemicals in it because you're actually supposed to rid yourself of waste. Why are African women, quote unquote, getting so many cases of breast cancer? When the closest gland to the sweat gland underneath the breast gland is a sweat gland. But you're clogging up your breast, your, 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 your sweat gland, so that you cannot perspire and rid yourself of waste. And now bacteria builds and up. Now and now you're building up your, your breeding ground. I'm not a scientist. I'm not right. a biochemist. Dot, dot, disclaimer. Get you advice from your physician. Done. Right, because we know what we do in the matrix and what the rules to the game are. Right, we know don't get political because you know that's going to get you a little sticky. So these are the things that we abide by in the matrix. Mm. So if you're going to save some more coin, get that crystal. You'll have to buy deodorant once a year. If you want to get that crystal, will last you an entire year at least. And if you want to take it even a step further with your natural self, get you a lemon. Get well, you're you gonna start with a lemon. You might have to start with a lemon. We started with a lemon. We started with a lemon. It hurt. We started with a lemon. But you know why? It, it draws it, out. It drew, it drew out all, all the all, of, all the toxins. It took about that. three months. It took about yeah, three months to draw it out. It was a little painful for a while, but it, it had to be done. Why? Because of years and years of antiperspirants and deodorants and the aluminums and parabens and all the chemicals that are inside it that are impeding your actual natural processes. You have to draw all that stuff out. It sucks it out. And the skin breaks away. The skin breaks away. It, 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 it was a, little, a lot. It you was might a lot. Get, might get a little raw, depending on your sensitivities. I'm, I've been I doing this for about sensitive skin, so that's probably what yeah. it was. But yeah. you know, after time, it, it doesn't feel like anything. And, and then your body crystals, doesn't smell. Then your body doesn't smell. It actually works way better. You can actually on a, not only a crystal, but also what you're putting into your body. Yes. All you drinking water. Yeah. You can go for days without applying anything. You're gonna at least what two or three days without having to apply a crystal. And not smelling. And see, you guys been up around me. And I'm here to tell you, as long as you, some of y'all have known me, I've been using the crystal. Mm-hmm. And y'all ain't smell me out here smelling like no barracuda. I'm just <laughs> saying. And I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger. Like. Well, you know barracuda comes from red fox. 
Oh. She's the cause of a barrel, a buckeye barracuda. So, yeah. So I'm here to tell you that what are you trying to do with yourself? How are you trying to maneuver around your radical perspective on how you're presenting yourself to the struggle Mm. in the space? How will you be in an application? Shea butter comes out of a nut. You get it from the Africans. They are importing it. Get it directly from African people. There's a lot of African shops, Africans. We are a di- we are across the diaspora. So many of us get to know you, an African from the countryside. Find mm, out who are some yeah. Africans from Haiti. Get connected to some Africans out there in Brazil. Get connected mm. to the family out in Australia. They're doing some crap out there to our African indigenous family members out there in Australia. Yep, yep. Listen, these folks are all across the landscape, whitewashing whiteness, keeping this white-centered consciousness as a cultural experience, and this is the club that makes it one identifiable because you're brown behind. There's nothing you can do. Some of us can pass. And if we biracial, we got a whole other set of issues that we then have to deal with for being biracial. Right? We got a lot of things that we got to work with. All of these things are added to the space. But the reality of it is we all supposed to be standing together against one common threat. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. You don't need to get into no conversation and competition. Brother Larry said... Stick to what you work with that works with the you both whatever points you guys at that you agree on, work on those. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the things you, you got a different perspective, you got a different method of approaching it, that's fine. Maybe you're approaching it through a religious perspective, you're approaching it through this perspective. It doesn't matter. Let's stick to what works and let's work on unifying those things. Then we can work on understanding uh, gradually moving into a consciousness that all of our behaviors should be informed by what is for the African's greatest good. If you did that before you, if you thought that before you made any decision, it would dictate your next move. That would be what you're creating for yourself and for your community and what you're leaving in terms of for our youth, for the next generation. So that our youth and our next generation do not have to start from the ground. We know what communities of, different communities who are in this matrix, we know what they're doing to, to, to leverage themselves. Yeah, they should be picking up where we left off and continuing the fight until there is no more fight to fight. Well, I don't know how that's going to work out. I mean, at the end of the day, we got to still In our be, lifetime, I don't know. We still got to be reasonably, <laughs> we, well, we still gotta be reasonably engaged in the, the constant strategic planning of what it looks like to be a part of a social landscape. Right. Remember, there's a maintenance in conversation, and then there's a forecast, a long, a long conversation out... 100, 200 years, because these right, folks that came up with this, the cursor to Willie Lynch said, if you do this thing, you're going to create these behaviors, and you know, what, you know what people do? They adapt. So they just said, listen, don't worry about it. Just create a pressure cooker. They'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. So they'll tap dance, and they'll, they'll make their little holidays, and they'll do their little applause, and they'll put on their little clothes, and they'll walk out there saying something. Mm-hmm. Like our history is a testament. Oh, saying something. Resilience is Inside of oppression. Inside of a pressure cooker, mm-hmm. Africans are still walking around here Styling and profiling and stunting on other Africans Mm -hmm. inside of a pressure cooker. But because you don't see the chains, because nobody is physically whipping you, you don't see the blood gushing from the stripes, Mm -hmm. you think that, oh, we all right. You know, I can get by. You got Africans like Kanye West out here talking about foolishness. Mm -hmm. Candace Owens out here talking foolishness. She ought to be quiet. They should tape her mouth up. (laughs) She shouldn't speak ever again in public. All that foolishness that she be spewing, she needs to stay in, in, she needs to be exiled. If we were in a new country, she'd be exiled. She'd be on an island on the outskirts. She wouldn't even be allowed on the countryside. 
because we don't want that kind of foolishness spreading around here. But that's what white center consciousness has done to this space. This is why they, it's not, and listen, it's not illegal for you to be a radical, for you to go against oppression and being mistreated. So You're supposed to protect to. yourself. The Matrix made you know that when you start talking about positive things for African people, you're going to be punished by the Matrix. White cultural experience lets you know that there is a standard in the Matrix that you will be, whatever is going to, there's going to be repercussions for you going against the Matrix. Mm, you're bound to that. And, and Africans succumb to this through learn helplessness without, no, there's no person here that's telling you to behave this way. I don't, I, don't, you know, I don't get political. You don't get political, but you ain't got shit going on either. Just might want to figure some shit out. You still out. ain't got nothing going on. You know what I'm saying? You want to try getting political. It might give you, give you some life. It might give you some life. <laughs> it might give you something to believe in and something to stand for. It might give you some integrity because if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Mm-hmm. And Africans have literally been falling for anything for the past 50 years. 50 years African they've been beating us with the same stupid tricks. It's not all right. Yeah. It's not all right. And we can't be accepting of just a piecemeal of what we've been getting. Imagine, like, and I was you know, talking to a good brother the other day, um, shout out to him. We were talking about, like, the reality of, like, looking at all that we've been through throughout our history, 400-plus years, and where we stand now just as vibrant, just as culture moving, mm-hmm. just as, just, like, just creating space wherever we go constantly. Imagine mm-hmm. what we can do with actual acknowledgement of our, of our self-identity and standing in the, in the truth of who we are. And truly breaking those chains. The, the, we broken, you know, physical chains. But what about the mental and the emotional oh, and spiritual man, chains? Chain. What can we like on a, on our worst break day? On our worst day, we move the landscape. Oh, we out here for everyone. Oh, we out here throwing it gloriously. African genius on the ground, getting it. Just and we'll doing do it begrudgingly thing. because it's like whatever. I'll just do this fine, whatever. And it'd be a masterpiece, but we can't even enjoy it because we're too busy bound to to, to what this how the system is beating us down That's emotionally. Right. And they then white center conscious tell you so everything is not about race. Oh, so so white man is holding you down? What you mean white man is holding you down? You can go get all the education you want to go because I ain't gonna nobody give me nothing. I love white folks that tell me that nobody give them nothing. They work hard for what they got. I love to talk to them kind of white folks because we gotta have a real conversation. Because if you gonna engage me on that, sis, don't 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 do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because I'm here to tell you, you work for a thing, but the fact that you was able to work for what you created and not be obstructed, that in was the privilege. That's the key. There are Africans that drag a 70, 80, 100,000 pound truck doing exactly the same things you did, but that black woman got a 100,000 pound truck on her back right now. Hmm. So you think y'all are equal? Y'all are not equal. Not even. Not equal. You're not even in the same country right now with that reality oh, i worked real hard my grandfather came here as an immigrant and he built it you know what there's a lot of africans africans out of slavery and reconstruction built entire communities all over america mm-hmm. white folks got mad and came Figured and burned their country their, their communities down jealousy governments got involved and helped to bomb tulsa oklahoma that wasn't just people on the ground the government went against the progress of african people so no, you came here and you worked hard and you created whatever you created, but no one obstructed you from getting to your timeline. No one cut across your progress with intention to stop you and cause you harm and hurt you and your family and your community. No one did that. You don't have to go to sleep with the kind of stress on your mind. Only thing you got to do is worry about passing your class. See that right there is a privilege for you as opposed to African folks don't have that privilege. Yeah. Because you got a professor that's in your face telling you, Nah, you don't need to do that. You ain't gonna be no good at that. 
in your face without even that the without even the the, the courtesy given a goat to be you're a teacher you're supposed to be enlightening supporting people you're not even here to support don't even do that don't even be a lawyer don't even go don't 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 even don't even you go don't into journalism you so Nichols, you're a worst writer how you want to tell someone in a classroom you're the worst writer they've ever seen in front of all their peers you know how many crazy things teachers have said to students in my presence coming up through my life. For, for, and it's crazy because when I was coming up, I was, the, you know, the quote-unquote exceptional one. So I was supposed to be real. Um, I was supposed to, I was, on, I was on track for being that miracle Negro. As favored. I've always been favored that way. That's what I was supposed to be doing. But I would have had to do a certain kind of tap dance in order to be that person. Because mm-hmm. I already had the skill. Right, which is a, which is what falls in line with assimilation to what is expected of the African to assimilate into white-centered consciousness, because that is the expectation. And I, my grandmother told me so. Y'all going out there and do da 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 da, and it's passed down, right? Because she she was probably thinking about protecting me, and trying to help me get into a good situation that she thought I'd get into a good situation. But being a a, a housekeeper in the master's house, how is that freedom? Matter of fact, you don't even get to be a housekeeper. You got to dig hog shit. You got to be out here with the slop bowl. You don't even get a place to live. You can sleep out there in the tree. This is how the Matrix treats the African on a regular basis. Oprah found out when she went out there to where she went to Paris and they left her ass standing outside the store. Oh, yeah. The only reason they apologized to Oprah's ass is because of Oprah's following at that time. And they knew Oprah would have reamed them out and they probably would have had to close their business. That's the only reason they apologized to her. But I guarantee you they did that to Oprah Winfrey. They do it to black people all the time. Mm-hmm. They just happened to do it to an Oprah that day. But that kind of stuff goes unnoticed all the time in African worlds. So you can't tell me that you worked hard for what you created. Because you are blessed to be able to have worked hard for what you created. But there's so many Africans who create a lot of value, don't get no, they don't get it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen. Because meritocracy is not built into the system for the, for the African. You have to show value to the matrix. You got to pay into the, you know, you got to pay your arms. You got to pay Ola, pay to play. Mm-hmm. What are you willing to sacrifice? Who are you willing to be to be in the matrix in favor, with, with favor in the matrix? Sister Reed says, I had an African teacher tell me I wasn't shit. And yeah, those that succumb to the matrix. Yeah. And, and, and we got by the matrix and, went and, and, and how they're conditioned to bring ourselves down. We, we, listen, we talk about that too here. We, listen, we don't hold no punches. Yeah, this you know, is we not got a, a lot of set tripping. Let's be clear on this Soundbites platform. This is not just about like um, Black Forever, yeah, Leah, you know, woo-hoo, and no, nothing else is wrong within the community. No, no we, got, we have our nuances and pieces. We clear. There's a, there's a 360 conversation we need to have as a people because we are very much clear 1,000% oh, where systemic oppression takes place. Systemic oppression that takes place, excuse me, blah, 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 blah. Um, white supremacy, um, white privileges, those pieces that exist. Mm-hmm. And we're also clear on, as a result of the conditioning and mental conditioning of what um, the, the system has created, mm-hmm. we deal with self hate, colorism, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, in, in intercommunal, like, you know, crimes against each other um, and, and things that are taking and place, we break killing each other. You know, yeah. there was, there was, there was an unfortunate story, was it today, this morning, what have you, a one year old baby was shot. That doesn't work. 
we're clear that that doesn't work. There's pieces that are not working in our community that we really do need to seriously address. But also, let's, let's be clear, there are also mechanisms that are working to address them. And also, we need to be in to support those mechanisms and give them the fuel necessary to do their job. Right, because we to to sit and become in a space of complaint of what's taking place in the community and not being in a space of mm -hmm. researching and supporting the mechanism in place that are doing and fighting to make those changes, you're just as much as part of the problem as anybody else. You 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 might as well pick up the gun. You might as well pick up the bat and, and break through the window of the black-owned business yourself, mm -hmm. because you're not you're not any better if you're standing on on the sideline of complaint of what's taking place in the community if you're not cognizant of the pieces and tools in the community that are effectively working to shape the community because they're there. You know, we, we, we born and raised in Brownsville. We, we've grown we've grown up and moved through East New York and we see them. We, we know the narrative around what Brownsville and East New York has been. That is still the last to be gentrified because they're probably trying to figure out how to get around all that, how to clear these folks out. But we, we're clear on the narrative what's taking place. We're also clear on the people and the groups and the organizations that are striving to make it a better place for the people there. But there will always be somebody that's ready to, 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 to complain about that something's not being done without taking the steps to do so. So we have our work cut out for us, we, we, and we have to be willing to do it. And the thing is, if not, we're not willing to stand in accountability of ourselves to take these steps, we're, we, we can't expect anything to move forward in the way we need to, not, not at the pace it needs to happen, because we are far behind in the race. Um, Brooke says a white person had to tell... Uh, them who she was, but then she proceeded to buy a few bags anyway. Yeah, and, and you I know what that, that is? That's the need to prove a point to white right. folks. You can't prove nothing to, to a white cultural experience, a person who has white-centered consciousness, who already decided that your life doesn't matter. They're already committed to that. That you're shit. If they're committed to that, that's let me the, tell you, that's, they're, it. They're, that's literally the consciousness. Like, you're shit. Like, that's it. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't have to be trying to prove a point. This is what Africans do a lot of times. It's a cultural experience. We have learned to try to get the, the, the validation of mm -hmm. white-centered consciousness and of white people and try to assimilate. Because we, we've done all these things. Listen, you can't do nothing more than you've already done. You can't. First of all, Africans, you know, the, the very fabric of this country, as I said, that this is now based on man-on-man -on -man combat. We can't get into these interactions with man-on-man -man combat. You cannot get on these interactions. And I didn't say walk around and be superior, but walk around and be in African consciousness mm -hmm. and, and confidence. Yeah, this is not about superiority. It's not about superiority. It's not, it's not about, about white better That's than black better or black better than white better. It's not about that. It's about you human-human. White-centered white consciousness has created that dichotomy and caused you to respond to the, 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 the consciousness of you walking in African confidence as a challenge to white center consciousness. I'm here to tell you I'm not engaging that conversation and they can have it wherever they want to have it and do whatever they want to do with it, but I'm not engaging nobody's psychosis. You no. need therapy, go deal with that, Karen. Figure it out. I got no time for that. So at the end of the day, you need to work without work folks out and they need to adjust to you just as much as you've adjusted to them. And this whole tap dancing conversation that you're doing, you know, Oprah felt the need to try to prove the year because I can. Mm. So you're going to go in there and drop 50 grand on them buying you these gave them shitty money. ass pocketbooks you gave and them put money. money in their coin and that's supposed to give you some sort of self-respect? Yep. No, you didn't. You only purchased five minutes worth of attention from their asses and then they looked away and went, ching, ching, 
Who's next? Remember the, uh, that's it. Because uh, that's why we do it. Rap, the rapper singer Tory Lanez did the same thing. He was Foolish he was he was uh being profiled ass. in a in a um a European store. I don't know if it was Gucci or one of them stores or whatever. Mm, I think it was Gucci. It was pro. He was profiled in one of them stores, and then he realized who he was or whatever. And he had this flex. He felt he needed to flex on them, oh, uh, bringing out his racks and buying uh, was it ten thousand dollars worth of you stuff. You can't stand Congratulations! You just gave them ten thousand dollars, and you walking away with what? With some garbage. That no is proof of quality. your actual, no proof of your actual self worth. Well, you could because your self worth is not in those dollars. That's right. Your self worth is not in, in in that black card. Your self worth is not in those items that you bought. Your self worth is in, is in yourself proving to you that you to you that you can stand up in the face of these adversities and still be enough and still be empowered and still mm. be emboldened to be who you are as an African in this space no. and not letting them shift shift you from who you are. And we, we, you know, we, and we also are still developing our ways in which to see our greatest good. We are developing ways in order to see the value because mm-hmm. we are, our vision is being in recovery. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Neil said to uh, Larry Fishburne, why do my eyes hurt? And Larry Fishburne said, because you've never used them. You've never seen through African consciousness. So there's going to be some learning curve in there. There's going to be some adjustment period. And there, the Africans from the continent and Africans from the diaspora, there is no different. They've all come under... Uh, oppression and colonization and white center consciousness has infected them to some degree, less, le- greater or lesser, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So we're all in a healing curve. Just like we got Africans right here, black men that run around here talking about how they don't date black women for whatever reason. You got Probably. Africans who think that they're superior to the Africans here on this continent, that they come from the countryside and they can lord over you because they're seeing you through white center consciousness. And they're also seeing you through some of their cultural experiences because there are behaviors that Africans on the, uh, here in America have that would be unheard of in some of these communities on the African continent. There are things that we do. Very disrespectful to our elderly. Mm-hmm. Very disrespectful to our children. Mm-hmm. Women are very disrespectful to their physical bodies. But they don't know that these are manifestations of the oppressions because they're still looking at a situation without many of them mm-hmm. are looking at a situation without critical analysis of the timeline of Africans. Remember, there was a big rift among Africans from the continent and Africans in America where Africans in America and Africans from the continent thought that they were upset with them because Africans on the continent sold Africans into slavery. Y'all left us here. So we had to work through that over some years. Africans here in America were picking and making fun of Africans from the continent because they behaved differently, because they dressed differently, because their hygiene was different. They used different uh, upkeep uh, uh, rituals and and, and And butters and things. They wasn't out here buying Macy's Red Door stinking ass white pearl perfume. That stuff is just disgusting. And we want to look at the the media media influences in that as well. How how often, you know, back in those times, like the 80s and 90s, what have you, where you had Sally Struthers every two seconds with a damn African kid from the the, the, the poorest poorest part of Africa. And that's constantly the the narrative of what Africa looked like to us. So yeah, we're going to sit here and assume, well, Africa must be dirty and poor. I don't want to be African. There are communities right here in America with white babies walking around with dirty feet and dirty nasty Pampers I don't want to be matted hair right here in America. I don't so. want to. I don't want to be an African booty scratcher and all this type of stuff. Yes, and then also you want yes. we, we want to be real clear, like like I mentioned earlier around Nicaragua, the international perspective of, of not only how we see other places, but how they're being seen, how we're being seen to well, them. Right, right. As far as we know, as far as they're concerned, uh, Africans, you know, excuse me, Black Americans are lazy. They're crazy. They're they like druggies. to twerk. They like to drink. They, got no they like to rap. That, that women uh, all have they do, bad they don't, language. They're, they're, they're 
foul language, foul mouth, all this type of stuff. They don't do. They don't. They're not taking advantage of the opportunity of being America properly. That did. Because y'all got all the benefits here. Y'all don't go to education. Y'all got free education. You know, in the countryside, they pay for education. No, you guys got free education. You won't even go to school. There's some of those teachers in the classroom who are teaching African youth and they don't know how to do classroom management because in African cultural experience, you says, yes, has master, period. Or the teacher would jack you up if you didn't focus up in class. Mm. Here, they'll just flip off the teacher and just have all conversations in the classroom and give the teacher no respect. So, yeah, their experiences is different Mm -hmm. in the landscape than when you come here. The same thing with the Haitian teachers. They have a whole different concept of what education appreciation. So we have to be conscious of mm-hmm. our differences and how we show up and we get to make the patience and have the grace within our communities so that we get to create a, a foundation where we move in the same direction in harmony like water. That's what yeah. we get to do. That's we, our work to do. We gotta, That's not our fault. We got to realize that we actually are very much so a unified front because if we look at, there's a lot of, uh, just like, you know, there's this corruption and like this messed up stuff that happens in the hoods of, of, of black America. That same thing's happening over in Africa as well. It's different parts. We've been shown certain parts to make for a selective experience mm-hmm. of who we are. That's but right. we're really actually sharing the same experience. They still deal with government corruption. Yes. They still deal with, 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 with shady swindlers on the streets and pickpockets and things like that. And that's yeah, not just them. We deal with that over here too. Make no mistake about it. We deal with that over we here too. It's it the too. same thing. It's all about a matter of like how the, the narrative is being mm-hmm. shaped for us and who's controlling that narrative. Who is shaping that for us? Because if we're not behind the camera of that narrative or behind behind the the if writings African-centered, of it, African-centered unified then we're conversation it. is not behind that because all brown folk, right, all skin folk are not kin folk. That too. Because just, we got brown people in these spaces and they're not speaking up for what is best for the greatest good of the African. Just like so just teacher because we got a brown person that, there yeah. does not necessarily mean that those people people and this is what white killer white center consciousness understands mm-hmm. well we got brown people here we got black people here they ain't say nothing no they ain't gonna say nothing because they're also suffering from the whole willie lynch the whole learn helplessness they don't want to upset white folks there is a pre-programmed response when white folks ask you certain things because you don't want to upset them we- so we already know what that is which is why we already show up that way and we can't be willing to keep accepting the, the identifications that other people provide for us. There's a there's a meme, um, a, a illustration that shows a black a black woman um, talking to a white woman, and the white woman was talking about, oh, so so you as people of color, and the black was like black, but but don't you identify like nope, blackly black black, because you know we we get diluted into these these subject these these, these uh, subdivisions of who we who we actually are. Well, we're, all, not black all, either. All, we're not black either. We're already at the top rung of what we're being baseline being called. We're actually not even black either. That was just something. We're to not black on. either, family. And the more we keep pushing this Black Lives Matter conversation, African people lives matter. Yeah. Do you know why African people lives matter? Because African people have a country. And African people yeah. have resources. And African people have birthright to that land. That's there right. are people, and that's a system, that is a conversation that is a subtle manipulation. And it we is. got our youth who are not concerned with the long term. We got old folks that are not on par with a real up-to-date conversation they don't bother, as they don't to what's shake the going table. forward. But the reality of the United States, there are five countries that can fit into the United States. But there are people sitting here with access to America, even though quote unquote, there are many continent countries in Africa who have their independence. They all have their independence over the past, since the 60s up to now, late 57, I think, back then. And then right now, 
guess what? They still don't necessarily run their country because their cultural experience has been diluted. Mm, so they still Donald show up what, with uh, the remnants of the oppressor in their daily functions and lives. My grandmother here in America had white Jesus hanging over her dining room table until she passed away. Yes, she did, right in her house. Yeah. How is this possible? How is this possible? And there should be no so rationale for that. we got work to do. We got work to do. That is a psychosis that comes, that it has a need for healing. So that is happening in the countryside. So we get to heal ourselves and we get to look at this and confront this on an honest basis. Right. We don't get to sit up here talking about, you know, you know, don't air your dirty laundry out. We don't have time for that because there's no need for it. Trust me, white folks know exactly what's wrong with you. It was the intention for these things to be wrong with you. Right. These these psychoses were created with great intention because it was supposed to drive you in a certain direction. It was intentional. So I don't need to. You don't need to look around and be looking weird. Like oh, I don't know. I don't know about this. No, there was intention. There was malice, and there was intention. And we took a sip of our brandy. You know, this bottle was twelve thousand dollars. Listen, we can't. We we. I'm can't. just saying it was cured in our cellar. We cannot live. It's hibiscus, y'all. <laughs> it's hibiscus. Um, shouts out to hibiscus of vitamin C. But we really can't live our human experience in in enigmatic nature. Enigmatic nature. We have we it, it behooves us to know who we are. There's no Blacklandia. There's no Blackia. No. There's no Blackafaria. No. There's a, there there's Africa. Just like everyone else can be a Korean American, Chinese, a Chinese American, East um, Indian, East Indian Amer- American, from, from Hungary, um, Poland, Venezuelan American, Argentinian American, Finland. Everyone. You know, wherever they come from, they right. have access to whiteness as a mechanism. And being, and also being clear and further, and even deeper with their conversations, is the fact that you have to add that addendum of American, whereas white people in this place they can just, just get be called to be American. American. Why? Like, no, you're, you're a Russian. European American. You're Russian American. You're from you're Russia. Hun- you're you're, you're German. American. German American. You're French. Scottish American. You came from. Irish you're, you're Danish. You're Finland. Fin- Finnish. Finnish. Finnish American. Finnish. Finnish American. Like, wherever you came from, you came from That's somewhere else, are. and you immigrated you to this here. land. This land is not automatically, by default, yours, because you came and stuck your flag there and said, this mine. There was people that did, already lived here. And, so, and white center consciousness has to come, con- they have to deal with that. You have to function, regardless to what your eyes are telling you, you have to function on the path to stay steady, stay focused. You got to stay steady, keep your head steady, the same way they do the horse, Keep your eyes pointed forward, mm-hmm. and you got to stay forward. Don't look at that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, we, we use the Bible for all the theories. Like, we use different types of theories. You know what he said? Keep your eye forward. Don't look back. Or else you'll turn to a pillar of salt. If African nosy-ass people mm-hmm. would turn to pillars of salt, I bet your ass would learn. <laughs> See, right now, we don't have a mechanism yes, to force no your ass to stay disciplined. But the moment black folks and they nosy asses and they drama loving and they petty loving and they simple minded foolishness and entertaining foolishness, loving selves started turn the pillows of salt, I bet y'all asses would get right. See, but that's unfortunate because we should, we have the ability to self-regulate. We should not need to be punished to be forced to do what's right because we know what's right. We just are not being disciplined enough to do it. So they said, don't give corporal punishment. I believe in getting your ass whooped until you can figure out how to self-condition. You might need them ass whoopings to help you self-condition. That's called behavioral modification techniques. 
Ask grandma about it. Get me my switch. All right, Charlie. Get Murphy. your ass. Get your ass whooped. You know what I'm saying? That's how you sound. Get your ass right. <laughs> yeah, well, family. Yeah. You know, we got our own cultural nuances. We do what we do, and it's all to the good of the family. Yeah. So, listen, folks, let's stay focused up. Let's stay sure. fortified. And let's hold our own narrative. Mm-hmm. Let's make it our own narrative. And you don't need permission. It. Own it and keep it. Don't own it and give it away. We've done that long enough. BET was owned for a high second and given away to white corporations. And then when, and then uh, the, moment, the moment that happened, all of the educational programming and fortifying programming went out the fucking door. And you got Baby Boy 800 million times a day for, for 20 years. Mm. How did, so how did that work? So we need, mm. to, we need to own. Like, we, we, can't, we, we have to own our properties, own our minds, own our food, own our hearts and bodies and souls. Own period. our destiny. Own our narratives, you own our destiny. You are destinies. the power. Period. Own our destiny, African. Yeah. You got to stop giving up so easy that you give it up easy. Stop giving it up so easy, man. You Make them work it. for it. That's what Grandma said. Yeah. Make it work for it. Like, stop giving it up so easy, family. Like, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's not even about a competitive conversation. It's literally about self-preservation. And the things that we have been doing and the ways that we have been functioning African just has not been in our best interest. No. That's the bottom line. Like, you can't debate that. There's no debate for that. We have the proofs. Every time Africans are killed, this is because we have not insulated our communities. We don't need police to come into our communities and do anything to us. We don't have to have Karens harassing us as we come and go because we can have our own towns and communities. But African-centered consciousness is not going to allow you to create a nation within a nation. Allow. Because they've stuck their flag here and taken ownership of somebody else's house because that's how they roll out here in these streets. Okay. Right? That's how they roll out here in these streets. And they have made it okay. And we continue to do this around the world. And Americans right here in this country agree that we're going to deal with America as it goes to other people's houses and takes their stuff. Mm. See, this is a cultural thing. This is where we get to heal from the bottom up. Oh, from the deepest root, family. So let's stay focused. Oh, shit. Let's stay focused, family. So this is Sound Bites National Radio. Um, remember that you can stay connected with us by following us once again on Sound Bites International Radio on yes. Instagram. Um, and also, of course, here, if you're following, also make sure you like the page because um, there's a two different processes. Why? We don't know, but it is. Uh, so make sure you follow, you follow and like us on Facebook, Sound Bites International. Um, and also make sure to follow us um, and rate us on Spotify, Sound Bites International Radio. And uh, Apple Podcasts, a Soundbites International yes. Radio, which does house uh, three years worth of Soundbites content for your audio listening pleasure. You can fast forward, repeat, rewind it back, bring it back from the bottom of the map, and then Uh-oh. like just you know, and, and, <laughs> and take in the right conversations here. and be with them. But to take some notes, yeah. you know, put it down, let it be a meditation. I don't, I don't know. However, you choosing to be with these conversations, we do appreciate that you be. Well, with hopefully, you're fired up. That's the point for you to get fired up, for you to open up your your, your third eye. Ready. For you to get uh, a look at these things critically and develop solutions to them. Like, we want to hope that you break the ice and you can break through the barriers, the bondage breakers, and you can now engage a space because you already knew these things. You've just been suppressing them. Yeah. African Open people, we're not dumb. We know where this stuff is here. But we keep what we do is we look at it and we complain about it. We complain about our situation, our circumstances, as opposed to being part of creating solutions. You can create solutions. I'm tired of stop giving, <clears throat> stop telling me you don't know. If you don't know, figure it out. Yeah. Forego doing the dumb shit that you do 
and find the solutions for something that can help you for real, for real. I'm here for it. I need grown adult people to stop telling me they don't know. We don't, I, I can see. Oh, that's messed up. Yeah, we knew that. What is the solution for the problem? Okay? If you don't know, then you are wasting time doing something that's taking up time. Mm. Spend your time doing energy. something that is creating solutions. We have to mechanize our, our freedom and our peace of mind as our quality of life. Because these things, we can entertain and we can tap dance and go to all of these parties, but we still come back to that hole. It's still dark and lonely there. I see. Yeah, thanks, um, family. Absolutely, family. Um, also, remember, do visit our website um, at thisissoundbites.com. Um, where you, again, you can also uh, click and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. As again, we also do have merch if you want to engage in some merch, some T-shirts and bags and things of that nature to support the Soundbites brand. We do appreciate you. There is also an option too um, if you feel that you find value in what we've provided mm -hmm. um, on this show, past shows, and just what we provide in general to the conversation. Yes. Uh, we we do have an option to contribute to support. Um, us to continue running things, yes. but see, uh, keeping the lights on, uh, pay some bills, okay. <laughs> you know, in the, in the, in the TV world. Um, in the radio world, you know, you got you know a little I mean? time so, to say that. Um, so we do appreciate that. There is an option to contribute there. You can also contribute to um, our cash app, which is Soundbites Radio. S-O-U-N-D-B-Y-T-E-S. Radio. So that's right there. So um, you can you can contribute there. Any size right. is fine. Um, we appreciate the love regardless of you being with us um, every week. Um, so again, it's Summers International Radio. Uh, we're gonna get out of here in fashion. Reed already alluded to it. So like, where's um, that? Where's so that? Where's that song? That's that power it's vibe. It's coming, beloved. That so, powerful vibe right now. Listen, stay with us on Wednesdays. Check in for the African in Business series. We'll have yes. a great guest on. Yes. Just checking it out. Stay with us, African in Business. Yes, every Wednesday. Always um, highlighting yeah, our Africans in business within PM, the community. Me. Absolutely, African in business, business in the community. So one love. Um, stick with us for a bit and vibe out. You're vibe out. We're going to do. We closing this. out with the good brother uh, Bricks, myself, and AJ. Throwback with uh, I am as our closer to get you fortified into the evening and into the hold morning on time. Now, hold on, um, It's available on Culture Bricks's album, The Real Bricks. Um, Culture with the K. X X. Two X. BR Culture IXX. with a K on streaming services, Spotify, Apple It'll Music. It'll be in the link. Apple Music. Um, it's available there. You Listen, can download there. that, brother, because you, you need some of this you to fire your spirit up before you go to work up in there. I'm telling Ashe. you. This thing has set you right. <laughs> Hit it. So, so here's, here's I am, y'all. Bob out with us for a bit. We're going to be here. So, somebody said international. One love. This is I am. Come on, come on, come on. Keep it tight, family. We right here with you. Let's do it. I walk the face of the earth with a boldness which makes people ask who sent you. I tell them I am. They tell me that's a cute affirmation, but it's not an answer. I reply, listen again. My affirmation is your answer. Reach the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the hi-hat. Eternal reflection, I digress. I love me more, never love less. I love me more, never love less. Turn, million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny the power of I am. 
had some chocolate mofo, yo. Anytime I'm on GoPro, lyrical high home growth. Living spots with a coke so low. Cause this is what foul morale so flow. So I pissed it fast, pitch it slow. Till the cows call home, bro. It didn't make sense. I was told as a child I wouldn't be shit. Revenge on my mind, started flipping the script. They fed me lines, started puking that shit. They treated me different, I embraced that shit. You know the ones that be closest to you to be the family ties. Sacred bonds, seeing plenty murder, dirty, dirty service, little cuz cock up with a dirty burn up. But bet I believed in me a thousand percent. Bet I achieved what I was sitting here to get. And I couldn't resist killing these niggas with their toxinness without a popping pistol monotonous. Told myself I couldn't rock with this. Hanging with goofies, couldn't get rich. True blood suckers couldn't see bliss. Couldn't see shit. Chris Cold face, nigga. Nigga, they're wrong. I ain't regurgitating, percolating, singing the same song. I'm blessed all day long. Say I'm washed. Well, they're absolutely right. I am washed. As in washed, cleansed, and purified of the nonsense they tried to attest to my context. I am resilient. I am more than a survivor. I am a thriver. Reach the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the high hat. Turn the reflection, I digress. I love me more, never love less. I love me more, never love less. Turn million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth could deny the power of Surprised that I ain't lost my mind. Had to take setbacks and learn to weak setbacks. That those I gave jetpacks that no planes don't fly. Now I'm in no space, so wasting my time. Focus my goals into shift paradigms. My get up and go to keep my folks from dying. So I'm in the road with a goal that's refined. Yeah, body with a mean vision. Reflected from every angle through a clean prism. Dark matter reflecting intact the color of gray. When I lost my mother, found peace inside my queen. And I leaned in on my brothers. Yeah, bars was shaping up the grand scheme. I done wrestled to the mat on my damn demons. In a matter of time, became a champion. Now my everyday marches to do the damn thing. So my aim's a pack out of the arena. Inspire the future leaders with every line of the levers. The guards and the believers do what they can't conceive us. Love what we do and leave us. Brick, they never see us. Woo! God damn, I'm feeling good, mother. Fuck what they say. I'm doing what they never would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a grasp on your life, yeah. Pay many sacrificial prices. Body, I'm done playing nice, yeah. They go to recognize who the nice is. From the north to the southeast. Kicking a deserving lane, share about seats. I'm aligned with it, man. You cannot be. Say anything I want, yeah. Turn up. Man, I ain't talking in terms of I wish, I want to, or even I will anymore. Only things I proclaim my I do, I have, and I am. I do as my ancestors instruct. I have all I need to affect change, and I am a living magnification of God. This the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the hi-hat. Eternal reflection, I digress. I love me more, never love less. I love me more, never love less. Turn up, turn up. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it.